Alright, this is episode 16 of Tumbling Podcast of Flesh. This is Corey Script. And this is BDG Reviews. Alright, man. Yeah, it's been a minute since we did an actual podcast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I figured, because we were talking, we were, figured we'd do like two podcasts a month and like four commentaries. Yeah. Try to get as much content out as possible, and if it is possible to do more, we'll do more. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, like I say, get it just get stuff pumping, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was fun. We did the uh, Devil's Rejects commentary uh, last night, so if you're into that, check that out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, I actually had a lot of fun watching uh, House of a Thousand Corpse. Yeah. Like, it is sure. We'll, we'll get into that towards the end here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we'll start off, uh, I guess the big news is Margot Kidder died. Yeah, that, that's like a damn shame. I know, man. You, you know, it's it's kind of I've I've noticed recently in podcasts whenever we do one, we do, we almost seem to have like an in memoriam section because every time we do one, someone's dying. I know it's crazy. Yeah, I don't like it. I know it, it, it does it, seem people... like every single podcast some big horror legend dies. Yeah, and you know, ah. Uh, I, I guess it's life, you know, that's that's the inevitable cost of living. Yeah. But, you know, but still, you know, she's only 69. Yeah. And I mean, that's is, uh, nothing. Yeah, I know. Margot Kidder, too, she, like, appeals to mainstream yeah. audiences, too, solely because of Superman. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, Superman. Yeah. But, um, yeah, of course she's known in the horror world for uh, Black Christmas and yeah. Mrs. Lutz from Amityville Horror. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you like her better in Amityville Horror or Black Christmas? Black Christmas, definitely. Yeah, me too. It's it's funny. I always find the Amityville Horror, though I enjoy it, I always find it, like, it's, like, too much of a slow burn with not enough payoff. I know what you mean. My, uh, yeah. It's one of those ones where it definitely feels dated. Definitely, yeah. Like, I would have loved to see that when that first came out because, uh, Oh, yeah. I bet that would have been freaky back then. I know. My dad said he saw it in theaters as a kid, actually. And uh, yeah. he says it, like, freaked him out bad. But when you watch it now, it's not really freaky at all. No. I mean, I guess also you got to reckon the time that it came out. You know, I mean, you know, there was what? There's, like, the Amityville Horror. There's, like, The Exorcist. There was The Omen and everything all within. Yeah, burn Offerings. Yeah. They were all I actually, big I actually love Burnt Offerings. I, think I know, a I love that. The, the, yeah, I think, I think Kino put out Burnt Offerings on Blu-ray. I think it's still in print. Yeah, it, it's a, it's it's okay. Yeah, it's, it, it's a slow burn for sure, but most yeah. 70s stuff was. Yeah, I mean, what I always like is with with slow burn as a whole, you need to pay it off. You know, you need to do the slow burn and then build up to something like that really like hits you yeah that's why i'm anxious to see what you think of that devil's uh daughter yeah hey, I, and I, tomorrow you should watch devil's daughter and i'll watch that uh when the lights go out yeah definitely i think uh i'm i'm really looking forward to watching that actually yeah you should watch it tomorrow man just because i'm real anxious to hear what you think yeah i i think it's going to be good i mean um you like I, that it, whole 70s slow burn oh, yeah. satanic horror right definitely definitely yeah, it's right up your alley then man it's something that could have been released in 73 74 
That's cool. And it, That's definitely cool. And it helps, too, that, uh, uh, what's that chick's name? Uh, something Roberts or... Uh, Emma Roberts? Yeah, dude, she's yeah. really hot, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other I just girl, find too, it is... funny. I just find it funny with uh, all the different names it has. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, the titles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Black Coat's Daughter, the Devil's Daughter, like January or something like that. I That's think there's the like worst four or five different names. I know, I mean... I really I, like I, the Black Coat's Daughter title because when you watch it, that name will make sense. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why. All I can think is maybe uh, when they, whoever bought the rights to it over here... Maybe got it like, you know, like from like secondhand rights, if you will. Like yeah. someone had, someone had like cop, like not copyrighted. Someone had licensed it and then like sublicensed it to them, and as a result, they had to change the name or something. I don't know. Who released it in Canada? Because here uh, it's A24. Yeah, it's a uh, mongrel, mongrel films. A24 ain't on that case at all. I'll t- I'm gonna take a look. Come here, you. <laughs> Uh, well, it mentions A24 on the back, okay. but, um, at least yeah, they get a mention. Yeah, the actual release is from Mongrel. Yeah, and, I've never uh, even heard of that. No, I think it's, a uh, Quebec country com- company, I think. Okay. I don't know. Well, you know, there, there's, it, it looks to be completely bare bones, but then again, you know, for four ninety nine. I think our Blu-ray was bare bones, too. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, for four ninety nine, I can I can live with a bare bones release. <laughs> and did you get a DVD? Yeah, that's all we could get. It's um, better than not having it. Yeah, I mean, they there was a store, you know, that store that I tend to go to that's quite expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, they had a copy on on uh, of D on DVD of the Black Coat's Daughter under the Black Coat's Daughter, and it was like um, it was like thirty seven dollars. Wow. And I was just like, like no. Is you this know? the same store you found the Belco experiment? Yeah, for twelve bucks on Blu-ray. It, it it's weird. Sometimes they have really good prices. Sometimes they're just completely over the top. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where uh, that's what would make me freaked out to ever go to Canada. Is just how expensive stuff seems. Yeah, I mean, but is, uh, is there a lot of stuff that's cheaper than America or very rare? The well, there, well, yeah, yeah. Got to consider the the exchange rate also. I mean, uh, like coming up to Canada from America, you'd get pretty good deals on stuff, you know. So yeah. you, you'd maybe find something up here that was say like you know, like uh, I don't know, like like twenty bucks up here. You know, you reckon that's what maybe you know, fifteen, fourteen bucks American. Yeah, it's you interesting, know? man. Just seeing what's in demand in other places like the movies you're in demand for are yeah. like old news to me somewhat just because they're dirt cheap here and yeah they've been around and stuff so it's it's definitely interesting seeing like what is so expensive there i know it's and it's kind of crazy i think a lot of the time is whoever's licensed it like if scream factory licensed something they've only licensed it licensed it for america really i would have thought me and us in canada would be in like the same I think usually yeah. we are, but I mean, I remember when the when Scream Factory released Terror Train. You, yeah. You couldn't get it up here. I I looked all over, you couldn't find it, and I think it was it was just licensed for the U.S. 
but was Halloween 2 and 3 available? Yeah, they were available up here. Wow. It's weird. So I, I think it's something along the lines of, you know, you can license it for, like, these countries. You know, it, it's kind of like, um, you know that, uh, you know that show, uh, The Expanse? I, I've heard of it. Yeah, that over here, for example, um, isn't on Netflix, and it's not on Netflix in uh, the States either, but in Europe it's on Netflix, and pretty much everywhere else in the world it's on Netflix, but, you know, there's, like, exclusive license deals through certain companies and everything, so, you know, as a fan of stuff, that can, it can be kind of annoying. You know, that's Definitely. why you, I still need to get a region free player just because there's yeah. so much stuff I see on Diabolic. That's oh, yeah. strictly region B or something. Oh, yeah. And I mean, seriously, like a, a great example, I think, is a lot of the Arrow stuff. You oh, know, yeah. like you'll, exclusive you'll, to the UK. Yeah. Well, not even that. I mean, hell, you'll get like a, like a U.S. release of something and it'll go out of, out of print. You know, it'd be like a limited edition, it'll go out of print. But you can still find the British version, like, dirt cheap. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, what's it called? Um, Cat of Nine Tails is apparently out of print now, the the limited edition. But you can get it for, like, I think it's like five five or six pounds from Britain. Wow. It's, it's you know... And one thing, it's too, about... It's crazy. Is, you know, Arrow always has them sales, usually. Oh yeah, on the, on the site that's strictly the UK stuff, but um, yeah, like one of the main reasons I want to get it is there's like a uh, a media book for a uh, Candyman three, Blu-ray, ah, and it's got like yeah. three different covers and stuff. Oh, um, is it a German one? I think so. I don't well, know if you know. I don't know if you know Turi. Uh, if you heard of his channel at all, T Money. I, I, it sounds a bit familiar, but I'm not quite... He does, like, update videos, like, every single day, pretty much. He's a cool huh. dude, though, but, um... Yeah. He was showing it off, and that's, like, the main thing that made me want to get a region free player, is just stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the Germans, specifically, with the media books, are awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got, uh, the... The limited edition that they did of, um... What was it? Uh, The Resurrected. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh... It, it, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah the Resurrected. Um, we got to do that yeah. movie. You say you have a Blu-ray copy of The Resurrected? Yeah. yeah. We got to do a commentary on that soon. Definitely. Like a Chris yeah. Sarandon, like, oh, yeah. week or something. That would be cool. I'm looking at the, yeah, the media books right now, and um, they're pretty damn cool. Yeah. And also, a lot of times, well, the one thing you have to be wary of with uh, importing from Germany, this is going out to anyone who's listening that's thinking of importing from Germany. Just make sure that you're getting the proper uncut version. Why is a lot of their stuff cut? Germany have a tendency to cut, like, uh, for example, um, let me just check. Uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. Uh, Living... With a lot of these foreign releases, is it, like, really rare for them not to include English language or whatever? It, it If it's an English-written, uh, like, movie, yeah, then, you know, it's going to be on there. You know, there's no question. But if it's, like, a foreign release, like, say it's, like, a Japanese movie or something, 
you may there there may be like subs or and stuff, but they might not be, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. one thing too I uh I could can't I wouldn't be able to handle is if they like if you got like a Japanese release or a German release and they like make their language subtitles appear on the bottom. I I have seen that, but it was mainly more on um the DVDs. Okay. Yeah, because that would yeah. drive me insane, man. Seeing another yeah. language subtitles uh, on the bottom. Yeah, a lot of the time, uh, th- they were removable, but um, you know, every now and then, um, there'd be a there'd be a, a release that isn't. You know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know what you mean. And another yeah. thing that makes me want to get a region free player specifically is like, uh, if you go to eighty eight films. Yeah. Like, they do a good job of keeping a lot of their uh, movies region-free. Yeah. But there's so many, there's a lot I see where it's like, oh, my God. And then it's just region B, and it's like, damn. Yeah. And same with Shameless, man. I think Cannibal Holocaust was their only region-free title. Yeah, which and is, which, I, I can understand why it's it's their, their one, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's like a big title. But and Grindhouse probably yeah. figures they have America cornered with that release, you know what I mean? So they're yeah. probably not worried about people getting the shameless one. Yeah, probably. But they not. were slipping there because they were out of print there for a minute. And I yeah. had to get the shameless one, but uh the the guy at Grindhouse told me actually that they had they were out of it, all the stores were out and they actually had to reprint more of them. Yeah. So every store now should be pretty much stocked with it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I, I got it right here. Uh, like, Return of the Living Dead Part 3, for example, uh, comes in a 93-minute cut from, uh, like, uh, the German release. But it, there's also, like, the, the uncut one, and it's not always very easy to determine which one you're getting. Yeah. So you just have to be, you know, a little uh, careful <laughs> with those. But for for the the most part, you know, the you get a good quality release from Germany. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a well, I still have it somewhere, a Cannibal Holocaust DVD from Germany and um it was awesome simply because at the beginning with all the trailers and everything, they have a trailer for Army of Darkness in really? German. And I will tell you this, Anyone Does Ash listening? Sound badass in German. He sounds cr- insane. It, it's it's, oh man, it's just like it's like It's it's crazy. I recommend anyone listening to this go onto YouTube and, and find the Army of Darkness German trailer. It you'll laugh your ass off. It's hilarious. Yeah, I may have to check that out. That'd be yeah, cool if they included great. that on the Scream Factory version. Yeah. This is a joke. <laughs> Yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. But let's get into news here. We opened yeah. it up with the region free stuff. But um, the first bit of news here I got, which I thought was really interesting, is uh, Lars von Schreier's. I don't know if I'm pronouncing uh, that right. Yes, yeah. But, but his new movie, which I'm actually quite a fan of Lars von Schreier. Yeah, he's got some interesting stuff. Yes, he was. I love Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. I love... Uh, I have a soft spot for Psycho. I mean, that's just the way it is. The remake. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Antichrist. I love yeah. Antichrist. But yeah. anyways, his new film, The House That Jack Built, which I know yeah. nothing about, 
Did you see this? I guess there was a mass yeah. walkout at the Cannes Film Festival. Apparently hundreds of people. I'm curious out. as what it is, man, because yeah. they said it's vomitive, torturous, and vile. <laughs> That's so cool. I, I mean, know, that man. just makes me want to see it more. Oh, um, no. It's crazy. I think it's like a serial killer movie, if I if I know right. See, that, that, that makes me more excited for it. Yeah. Because I loved Antichrist, and that was a pretty intense movie, like when it got going yeah. towards the end there. Oh, so yeah. So it's like, if that didn't make mass people walk out, I got to see like what this one does. Yeah, indeed. I always thought with uh, Large, Large Van Trier, or Trier, or however you pronounce his name, uh, if you were to take Antichrist from him, take Martyrs from whatever the guy's name was that directed Martyrs, and take, like, I don't know, maybe like a Serbian film or something, and watch them all back to back, at the end of the night, you'd want to kill yourself. Yeah, that'd be a depressing triple feature. It would. It really would. And I mean, you know, it's kind of awesome when you think of it, (laughs) that, you know, someone made movies that depressive. (laughs) I know. Speaking of Serbian film, like, I've been hearing about that movie a lot recently. Yeah, like, are they putting out a new edition of it or something? Or? Yeah, Unearthed are releasing um, a new, like extended cut. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I only have a I DVD mean, of it, so I'd be glad to get a Blu-ray. Yeah, honestly, I I I saw it. I watched it like online, somewhere. I can't remember where. And you know, honestly, it didn't really do anything for me. Really? You know, I thought you know there's some kind of cool effects, and there's some you know. You just Disturbing don't like how depraved scenes. it is, and like it's 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 very depraved. But it, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it another shot. But um, I found like um, American Guinea Pig, the first American Guinea Pig, more uh, like intense than a Serbian film. Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it's because you know a Serbian film is shown as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see what where, you mean. Where American guinea pigs just like thrown up kind of like, you know, this is, yeah, pretty much, you know, and it just, you know, so maybe it's just, you know, the format that it was in that, you know, I, there was, there was automatically like a separation. Yeah. I I always like, I've only seen it one time and I actually, I kind of dug it just because how intense it was and there was just a lot of intense stuff in it and just like the whole mystique about it. Yeah, but yeah, the, I, I might give it another shot when uh, Unearthed release it. Yeah, because I, I love Unearthed. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Yeah, you got some Unearthed love today, didn't you? Yeah, man, I was shocked. <laughs> that was buddy, so cool. Because I did the review for Body Bags, and yeah, uh, uh, Derek posted it or sent something to the Stephen Byro or whatever. Yeah, the head guy at uh, Unearthed or whatever, and uh, yeah. Next thing I know, they're like posting it. I'm like, damn. I told them, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got a decent amount of uh, uh, unearthed stuff from the sale. I was yeah. like, I plan on reviewing them, whatever. And he was like, oh, keep them coming, blah blah blah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, unearthed are good that way. You know, they 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 connect with the fans and everything. Yeah, it's funny though. Like, I'm a little nervous though reviewing them because I got to be honest in every review I do. Oh, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. And um. I loved Aftermath Genesis. Like, I loved it. Like, you need to get that, man. 
Yeah. It's, and I did find out it's not out of print, dude. So if you ever order movies from them again, dude, make sure yeah. you get that, especially if you're a gore fan. Yeah, but, um, definitely. And it's like an anthology, you know. That's cool. But anyways, the the uh, there's a couple of them that I got, but dude, one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my life came from Unearthed mm-hmm. Films. Red Room. Yo, my, I hate that movie, dude. Uh, honestly, I, I don't mind it. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. You know, I, I'm I'm never I'm probably never going to watch it again. I just thought it was boring, dude. Like, oh, it, it was. I mean, it's it's your typical like um like Japanese like shot on video l- really low super low budget, you know. Yeah. I see, don't know. see, I haven't seen a whole lot of unearthed film stuff like I saw yeah. that like Red Room. I thought was one of the worst movies I ever seen in my life. But I really yeah. dug Atros. You know, of yeah. course, uh, Hundred Tears. Oh, I that. love Hundred Tears. So it's so it's a good chance. You know, just yeah. Red Room was that the you know the black sheep of them all. Because yeah. I've enjoyed every single one I've seen besides Red Room. Yeah, I mean, I find with unearthed films, you can usually, if you see it on Earth, on Earth title, more than likely. You know, you you know what you're getting into when you buy it, for one. Yeah. You know, and you're usually not disappointed. Yeah. I've only ever been disappointed with Unearthed Films, and it wasn't even their fault, really, and that was just once. And that was a movie called Bone Sickness. I've heard of it. The cover didn't look too good. See, that's the thing. I I, I dug the cover. It looked like an animal corpse cover, so I kind of liked it. But the movie itself didn't live up at all to the cover yeah. but it was it was an interesting like almost like proof of concept yeah i see what you mean yeah and the more you i know? think about it too there was another one that actually disappointed me and that was a sheepskin you didn't like sheepskin i loved sheepskin really yeah i thought it was great but what i found with sheepskin is um did you watch the the short no i just watched the feature I, I like the short better, actually, because really? it's this, the same basic story, you know, like they, you know, they got, they kidnap this guy and they're going to kill him, whatever. But it's like, it's never implicitly said that he's a werewolf or anything. It's just, it's just left up in the air. And you're thinking like, have these people, like, has this guy really killed like this guy's sister or whatever, or are they are these guys just crazy and it never answers it where in the feature it does interesting yeah it's worth watching definitely the yeah i, I have the yeah. release i'll check it out sometime i just i yeah. remember being kind of underwhelmed with the movie yeah well i mean it's the sort of thing you you go in kind of expecting when it comes to like werewolf type things you expect a certain level of uh of werewolf, yeah. if that makes sense, you know. And, and the way the cover was kind of misleading. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um, all in all, like I, I got it cheap. I got it for like you know like seven bucks, I think, used. So for me, for me, it was a good, a good buy. But you know, like if if you paid any more than that, <laughs> I, I, you, you could be disappointed, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, next piece of news I got is the Predator trailer got released. Oh, yeah. And I haven't heard anything about it, so that's kind of disappointing. 
Yeah, um, I watched the trailer. It seems... Let's just let's, let's put it this way. From what I've seen, it looks kind of okay. I'm actually digging the vibe of it. Yeah. I, like I'm that whole hoping... thing with the kid in the beginning, controlling yeah. the ship. I thought that was real cool. That, that, I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, it's like like flying it like a ship, and when you think there's yeah. actually a ship flying, and he's probably doing this. Oh, man. And I love um, the whole vibe of it being on Earth again. Yeah. What I always find with Predator movies is I almost wish they'd forget about the human characters. Give you maybe two human characters that you, that are really like important, and everyone else should just be cannon fodder. Yeah, what just have you all know? the drama and stuff? Yeah, with like all the predators. Yeah, you know th- that should be the main focus. It shouldn't be like you know like oh there's like this family issue going on over here, or there's like this like like in part two how there's like the whole like investigation going on, but it's being sidetracked by the other like. Group, See, I love part two. You know? Man. Oh, yeah, part two's a great flick. But, you know, it that sort of an, annoyed me a bit. It would be like, think how neat it would have been if it had been almost like, like a united front, and they went in there, like, with their full power and just still got decimated. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if, like, the police and the other, like, group, I don't even remember what they were called, but if they were all in on it together, go in like with a full like SWAT team sort of thing, and everyone just gets wiped out. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I thought worked really well with the first Predator. You know? A limited group of people just dealing with it, you know? Yeah, no matter what, I'm always excited for a new uh, Predator film. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to. The, I actually, I remember going to the theaters to see the last Predator. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought Predators was actually pretty good. Yeah, me too. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. It was a. a well, for one, it sort of like retconned all of uh, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, which, which was, was good. A good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still don't know how those failed. Yeah, I. I mean, I take the two... first Alien versus Predator. Yeah. You don't? I, I I actually prefer Requiem. Really? Simply wow. because, you know, they, they were, they're willing to go that extra step. Like, how many movies do you know, like, where pregnant women get, you know, face-huggered? Yeah, I see what you mean. I yeah. just thought the lighting in that movie was awful. It, it took was. me out of it so it much was, you couldn't see it anything. It was very awful, you know? And and that was another one that that had kind of the you know all all this like internal like human drama and I just didn't care. Yeah. You know I was more interested in like you know the predator the pred alien and all that you know. Yeah. Uh, See I like the first one just because of the location of the pyramid underground and Alaska yeah. and all that and I love that queen alien scene at the end. Oh yeah. Well that's just the sort of thing you know like aliens and like in the Arctic is just cool. Yeah, I think anything with snow is cool. It is. It just works. <laughs> I, I always just wonder about the end of that. How the hell... Did, did that... Did the girl survive, do you think? Um, yeah. Because I think what they were going to do is... I don't know if you read the comics or the books. So yeah. You know that yeah. girl, Predator, that the Predators kind of... Yeah, and they... Bring like, into the pack? Yeah. yeah. I think that's what she was going to become 
I wish they'd, they'd gone with that more. Yeah. You know, because honestly, that's, that's an, I always thought in, like, the novels and the comics and everything, was an interesting plot, like, essentially a human predator yeah. that was accepted by the predators, you know? I thought that was kind of cool. Definitely. You know? Yeah, I always thought, wish they'd make a movie with that storyline from that, those books. Yeah, I mean, well, hell, you know what? You could, you could do something with, like, animation even. Yeah. You know? You know, maybe like uh, not not like three D animation, but like you know maybe like proper, like cartoon animation. Yeah. You could do something with it like that. You know, like uh, maybe get the people that did um the Castlevania, animated series. Yeah. You know, yeah, give like give the it to Dead them. Space people. Yeah. Well, the first Dead Space. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not the second one. That was a bit iffy to say the least <laughs> you actually didn't see the second one um it's essentially an anthology the second one huh. but the problem is every there's like some done in like kind of really bad cg there's some done quite well in like you know like a like a japanese anime style and there's other ones it's it's back and forth you know but it's not uh like they're all separate stories. What, kind of like the Animatrix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's all right. I mean, if you can find it cheap, you know, give it a shot, definitely. <laughs> but, you know, it's not worth, like, like 20 bucks or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this next piece of news I got, I don't know if you heard this, I guess Guillermo del Toro has a new anthology series coming to Netflix called 10 After Midnight. Yeah, yeah, I, ju- I just saw that. That um that's real interesting, man. And what's I just love the fact that it's like this he cre- he created the series and he's going to write and direct certain episodes. I know I've been waiting for a good anthology series, man. After yeah. being teased with a reboot of Tales from the Crypt and Yeah. There's, there's there well, now all the horror TV shows seem to be going down, but like you yeah. were saying, but um have you noticed there's not been one anthology horror series? Like, the only yeah. thing close is, like, Channel Zero, which is a season-long story, yeah. but there's not been one that's been a new episode every day, no. you know what I mean? Yeah, like a, like a weekly, episodic Yeah, there's not thing. been one single one. No, and, you know, it's one of those things, as an idea, you would th- you'd think there'd be no question that it would be successful. I know, it doesn't make any sense, man. Because I mean, they, they even fooled if fooled us twice with a Tales from the Dark Side reboot with like, yeah, uh, Joe Hill or I don't remember who was involved in it. I think it was Joe Hill, yeah. Yeah, and then the Tales from the Crypt reboot with uh, and Night Shyamalan, and they both went away. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. It's see when I think yeah. of horror shows, I think of Tales from the Crypt and Tales from the Dark Side and monsters and Night Gallery. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like. Eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't really it's... watch that much. I'm, I'm more movies anyways, so it don't matter. Yeah. Um, speaking of stuff like that, though, also they've now... Uh, Fox, since they canceled uh, Lucifer and they canceled The Exorcist and they... Oh, you're talking about everything Netflix like that. trying to get Exorcist? I hope they I hope they do. That would be nice. Uh, no, yeah, I heard they, there's like a big are, petition uh... for them to get it. I hope they do. I think that would work really well. No, they've officially kind of like come out and said there's currently no plans to do anything more with the X-Files. 
Uh, yeah, I wrote that down too. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's done for good, which that's yeah. fine with me. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, haven't even on... watched the new seasons at all. Me neither. I mean the the original series, like the original series, used to, used to be good. Then it just sort of started getting going off the rails at some point. You talking and... about when like Mulder left and Robert Patrick came in? Definitely at that point, but even at some points before then, it used to essentially be like almost like a monster of the week show. Yeah. Like, you know, that each should be a self-contained episode and everything, almost like an anthology almost, you know, everyone would be sort of different, but, um, then stuff started like merging together and everything. Yeah. And it became like yeah. a normal show. Yeah. And you know, I, it lost some of its appeal at that point, at least for me. What's weird, though, is uh, I wonder if those reboots just aren't doing well as people thought. Like, that's going away, and, uh, you know, Twin Peaks, like, that failed miserably. Yeah. All all I can think is, you know, they're, they're trying to recapture lightning in a bottle, and um, it's just not working. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I applaud them for trying, you know? You know, yeah. at, you know especially well, anything in, like... You know, horror, sci-fi genre type stuff like that. I applaud being brought Just to the forefront. Just because it's cool to have it again. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, right? We'll 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 see what happens eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but my yep. next piece of news is uh, which I told you earlier, the Suspiria remake is being oh, yeah. released in November. Yeah. And uh, so that's got me stoked. So we got Halloween to look forward to in October, yeah. and then Suspiria. I don't even I don't know which one I'm more stoked for. Well, yeah, I'm more stoked I, for Halloween, but yeah, <laughs> I've I've been hearing some good stuff about the Suspiria remake. Yeah, I dig the cast too. Did Did you see that screenshot? I only some... saw the one at Dakota Johnson. It was just her sitting there. No, they, um, I wonder if I still have it. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I still got it. Um, I'll, I'll send it over to you. It's um, essentially it's just like this girl that's like has her like chest split open, and it looks like a certain piece of the female anatomy. Wow. Yeah. I'm curious as if they're gonna go with like a color palette like Dario Argento or what. They have. They they might. I mean, uh, it could definitely be interesting. Yeah, I'm uh, real curious to see. I like the cast. It has, what, uh, Tilda Swinton, which looks like she could be good in that. Yeah. Dakota uh, Johnson. That. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be interesting. And, and people have been saying, you know, that it's really, like, intense and everything. Uh, I'm, I'm sending you that uh, file right now. Aren't they saying it's, like, three hours long or something? Something like that. You know, it's... Uh, that's the scene from the movie? Yeah. Wow, that's real strange. Yeah, and I mean, actually, that was up on a bunch of sites, and actually, um, s- someone, some, like, big company or whatever, like, started calling around getting people to, like, take it down. Yeah, I could see yeah. why. I mean, just depends yeah. what site it's on, but yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious what it's yeah. trying to be. I mean, hell, the, I, it got taken down from Bloody Disgusting. Now that's kind of lame. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Um, I'll just leave that for what it is, you know. Yeah, 
Like, I could see I, it being taken down from Facebook or whatever, but not bloody disgusting. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I I don't know whether it was, like, the company that, like, made it. Like, whether it was, like, released too early or something. Or whether it was, uh, I don't know, someone, like, some standards company. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This, yep. uh... Yeah, but we're going to be doing a, you said before November, you have a few months to do it. You'll pick up the Suspiria. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Synapse version, and we'll check out that transfer and stuff. Yeah, I've <laughs> heard it's magnificent. Oh, yeah. I heard they were, like, working on it for years. Yeah, well, literally. Uh, when did they announce it? They announced it, like, I think in, like... 2014 or something? Yeah. Or was it earlier than that? I don't know. I, th- I think it was even earlier than that. I think they were there was rumblings of it, like, in, like, 2012, if I remember right. Oh, okay. So, you know, a hell of a long time ago, but hey... If wow. if they've come out with a good, uh, a good product, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I heard it blows every other version away. Yeah. I mean, Shameless though actually has a 4K. Yeah. Blu-ray of it, like not like a scaled down to Blu-ray 4K, but an actual for 4K players and 4K TVs. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've heard that, that looks really good too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my next piece of news here is. I, I never I thought the witch director uh, Robert Eggers mm-hmm. I thought he was making a Nosferatu remake but I read his new film is called The Lighthouse yeah and it's being filmed in black and white which I'm cool that with it being black so and white cool. I think it fits his style I, The Witch was oh, one yeah. of my favorite modern horror movies hands The down. Witch would have been awesome in black and white I know but yeah that that movie's amazing like I've seen that it so is. many times since it's come yeah. out i'm hyped for his new film yeah so am i i mean i i really dug the witch my only complaint of it was the very end you know you um her floating in the trees and stuff what i would have done you know the part where she's like essentially talking to the goat yeah you know when it answers yeah i would have had it cut to black right when it answered and that would have been the end well you don't like him leading her to the no, and I, I, I would have been, I would have left it at that, and I would have been like, now, has this actually happened, or is this all in her head? Yeah, you know, I could I, see. I, the ambiguity, I think, would have worked there, you know, quite well. Um, but all in all, it was a great flick. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It just yeah. it felt really dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he did his homework on that one, so I'm stoked for this. I know nothing about it, but I'm down well, with it. I can tell you this, it's got Willem Dafoe in it. That's the reason really? I have to watch it. Wow. Do you know if it's, like, satanic at all? Let's take a look here. Like, uh, the witches, obviously. Yeah, it says, uh, the film is about an aging lighthouse keeper named Old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it takes place in Nova Scotia in the early 20th century. Huh. That's all, that's all I'm really seeing. But, hey, um... I gotta be honest, though, I'm kind of glad the Nosferatu remake isn't coming out. You know what I mean? I like the fact that he's making more original stuff. I would have yeah. rather had this than the Nosferatu. Yeah. I mean, I would still like to see his version of Nosferatu. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. But, you but know. I think he would... Yeah, I'd rather see some more original stuff from him as yeah. far as now goes. Yeah. You know, and I mean, hell, he got his whole career ahead of him. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, so uh, he can do pretty much no wrong that way <laughs> yeah now the next two last two pieces of news i got uh 
have to do with directors that only made one film that I'm really hyped for. Brandon Cronenberg okay. is releasing his new film, Possessor. Oh, uh, Brandon Cronenberg, cool. his first film. Uh, um, antiviral, right? Uh, Was it antiviral? That. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie, man. Yeah. That's a perfect, like, you'd think David Cronenberg directed that. That's cool. I mean, I, I got the Blu-ray. I still never got around to watching it. You haven't seen it yet? Oh no. God, I mean, I, I, I keep putting it off. Oh, dude, you know, it's I, awesome, dude. Yeah. my I, I, I always want to put it on, then I think, like, do I want to put it on? I might be disappointed in it. Oh, I can't. Do you like David Cronenberg? Yeah. Dude, you'll love it, man. Okay, cool. It's, it's badass. Like, the performance of the guy, I don't remember the dude's name, but he was in, like, The Last Exorcism. Yeah. He, yeah, he has an no, awesome performance. So I'm hyped for that. I know nothing That's... about the movie Possessor, but I'm down with it. Yeah. And then my last piece of news is, which I'm <clears> going to send you the movie, the first one I have it uh, for you. That's Baskin, the yep. director that can Evernall or whatever. He has yeah. a new film called The Girl with No Mouth. That's that's a really cool title. I know, I dig that title. But it found distribution at Cannes. That's good. So I mean, we're getting another film by him. And uh, when you see Baskin, it's a real satanic movie, so... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Yeah, that was one of my favorite films of the past yeah. years, too. I love that movie. Yep. Uh, I, I just got two pieces of news as well. Um, and actually, they're both connected to video games in a way. Um, the Resident Evil uh, reboot that uh, J- James Wan's connected to is apparently um, one of the options is it could be a TV series. Yeah, I read that. You know, that I'm that so, could be pretty cool. I don't know. I just don't. I'm, I'm burnt out from Resident Evil. You know what I mean? Like, nothing Resident Evil really excites me anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see, like, either a movie or a series of the actual first game. Yeah, well, it'd, yeah, it'd be like a Romero-style yeah. zombie movie. You know, that would be cool. Um... What they end, what ended up going on with the movies, I found, you know, and the games, honestly, they ended up becoming more action driven. Oh yeah, oh, and I mean, definitely. Uh, I, and then now I, they're I just get getting it. back to the horror roots. Yeah, you know, and I mean, that's what you need. You need the horror. That's what it originally was. Sp- speaking of Resident Evil, though, apparently uh, Japan have a really cool um, Blu-ray box set of all the movies. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. the one here is so cheap, though. Yeah, the one from Japan is like, it's like the box. When you take the, the Blu-rays out of the box, see if I can find a picture of it. Um, when you take the pit, when you take the, the discs out of the box, um, the box looks like that hallway with all the lasers and everything. Oh, that's cool. Like on the inside of the box. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'll just send you the, the, the pic. It's it's pretty cool looking, really, and um, of course in Japan it's called Biohazard, which let's be oh, honest. Yeah, all the video games are called that. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet yeah. looking set, man. It is. I mean, I I love that box. I mean, hell, that the, the box alone, just just the fact that they've gone to the trouble of doing inside, you know, putting artwork inside where you never look. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Definitely. Then again, Japan have the best limited editions. 
They really do. Yeah, so there was that bit of news, and also um, there's this. Uh, I've never known how to pronounce this. It's Machinima, I think. They're apparently developing a live-action adaptation of the the game Fear. Oh, yeah, I heard about that, too. Is yeah. it, so is it going to be a web series? Because that's what Machinima is, isn't it? Yeah, it, it could be. Well, I don't know. I mean, they did that Well, they did that Mortal Kombat web series, but then got a Blu-ray release and everything. Yeah, but that still um, felt like a, a web series, though, even yeah. on the Blu-ray. I don't know. I mean, um, I'd like... I'd like to see it. I mean, I thought the the fear games were pretty good. Um, part three kind of sucked. Um, yeah, no, I which, dug them. I, didn't, I, I never like, played part three, but I like one and yeah. two. Part three should have been a hit. I mean, hell, it was written by John Carpenter. You know, it yeah. should have been a hit, but I don't know. I just playing through it. I actually never finished it, and for some reason, they have giant mechs in it. I I don't know. It became Titanfall somehow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I thought it was uh, a, an interesting series that I'd definitely like to see more from. Yeah. And uh, that's it for the news I got. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool stuff in the news, but pretty uneventful, but there's some cool stuff. Yeah. No, I wrote down a few releases. Uh, yeah. Just some stuff that's coming out soon and just some stuff that people need to be on the lookout for yeah uh, vestron just released the trailer for the new hd version of beyond reanimator yep i'm pretty stoked to get it it's the only one missing on blu-ray yeah and i mean <laughs> did you get the arrow ones or are you getting the umbrella versions i i got the the arrow ones of parts one and two um well, so you're just I gonna have... pick up the oh are you just well, gonna actually, pick up the actually, vestron version of uh, three i'm gonna pick up the vestron three actually i don't have the the arrow of part one i have the old uh i have the one before the arrow release with the image blu-ray yeah that was it um though i probably should pick up um the arrow version because it's apparently got like the integral cut or something it's like an alternate cut of the movie or something yeah now arrow when they have the special editions or whatever when they put out the regular version does yeah. it include all the cuts the special editions have, or no? I I think it does, but it doesn't have, like, you know, the books and, like, all the special packaging and everything. Yeah, I like, think. I wonder if that Donnie Darko set, you know, the they have the special edition, one of the director's yeah. cut and the theatrical. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if the standard edition has both of those cuts. I think it has both cuts. I mean, uh, well, mine's from Britain, you know, so I don't, I don't know about the American release, but um, mine has both cuts. Okay. You know, and it's just it's just kind of like the standard edition of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a release to look forward to is the Beyond Reanimator. Uh, yeah. Restaurant does a good job, which you'll see whenever yeah. you get your. Uh, yeah. Package from Grindhouse. Yes, when eventually. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. I mean, honestly, I, I sent a, an email the other day, but I haven't got a response yet. So. I'd send him another one. He, he'll, yeah. he'll be cool with it just because uh, I've sent him stuff before and he just gets busy and yeah, for like for, I mean, forgets to respond or whatever. Yeah, it's a you know going on 14 days since I ordered stuff, so <laughs> yeah, that would piss me off. Yeah, but you know, like it is what it is, right? You know. Yeah, now you know in the future when you order from there, like make sure it says in stock or whatever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um. 
Next uh, little release I got was the It's Alive trilogy, which actually yep. releases tomorrow. But yeah. every store has it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And you, honestly, it's it's got like that whole packaging, like um, the Amityville Horror set. See, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all I wish they do that. Separate. I wish they do that to all the Paul Nashy sets and you know, like yeah. the Larry Fessenden set. Yeah, I think they tend to do it more when like. It's just a it, trilogy. It, yeah, and like when when it's one movie per disc. You know, like yeah. some like some 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 discs. You know, they'll have like two movies on it or whatever. You know, I I get it then. Yeah. Like doubling up on everything, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> you gonna you gonna pick this up or are you not that interested in the it's alive I'm, movies? I'm not really that interested. I have the DVDs, and you know they're they're all right, but you know I I I'm not like some super it's alive fan. Yeah. Not so I'll fan. I'll just. I'll just stick with my DVDs, you know, yeah. which I got for like a dollar a piece. <laughs> yeah, that that you got the triple P feature uh, DVD, or do you got them all individually? I got um, part one single disc on its own, and parts uh, two and three in like a double pack. Oh, okay, yeah, because I got yeah. one that's like the triple and yeah. one slimline DVD that was like dirt yeah. cheap for years. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the next thing I got, just give it some mention, is Brain Scan is finally getting a release. That's going to be cool. I mean, that was always, you know... That's like a Grail title, kind of like Tales from the Hood. Yeah. You know, it's it's never been easy to get your hands on. No. I actually and, uh, found the DVD at Grindhouse, like, a year ago or whatever, for like 10 bucks, yeah. and I was hyped on it. But Oh, definitely, yeah. And I ended up picking it up, but I'm glad to upgrade that. I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a really... It's one of those movies, I think, that's a movie that could do with being remade. Yeah. Simply because it was such, like, an interesting idea and an interesting premise and a pretty fun movie that just didn't really catch on as well as it should have. Yeah. Did you, uh, are you picking that release up? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's one, um, I'm kind of excited about. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Do you even yeah. have a release of it or no? Uh, no, no. I used to have, like, a, a VHS back in the day. But honestly, you know, I don't even have a VHS player anymore, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the uh, last release I got is a uh, Last House on the Left special edition. Comes out in like oh, a month yeah. and a half, so if you're going to get that, I'd suggest pre-ordering it. Yeah. Because that... Uh, That's going to go out. Hills Have Eyes one is a high request, and... It's out of yeah. print, so I can't get it. Yeah. And this one's going to sell out quicker, I'm sure. I mean, I'm to sure. me, it's and a better movie. And apparently it's got, like, three cuts of the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it for sure. I love the cover they use, too. The cover's really nice, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up or not. I might stick with my... I have the, the old Blu-ray. Yeah, with that awful cover art. Yeah, the cover art's not good, but, you know, the movie's... It, it's good. Yeah. The picture quality is pretty good, so, you know what, maybe I'll just stick with it, or maybe I'll upgrade, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll just have to see. Like, if it's, like, if I'm hearing that it's, like, a very much superior release, then, then I'll upgrade. But, you know, um, like, I, I still have the old version of uh, The Strangers, you know? <laughs> I haven't upgraded uh, the 
Scream Factory, and I, I don't know if it's really worth it. Yeah, so you don't you know, know if you're going to upgrade it? I, I don't know, because, I mean, like I said, the one I got, good picture quality and everything, so... You got I'll it just, on DVD or Blu-ray? No, I got it on Blue from uh, uh, Universal, is it? Yeah, I, uh, I, heard, I heard it's not that big of a step up. Yeah, so, you know, like... I like hearing, you know, like, it's like a dramatic improvement. When I hear that, I'm like, okay, yes, I'm upgrading, yeah. you know? See, I only had the DVD, yeah. so it would have been a big upgrade to me no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if if you just have the DVD, you know, obviously you're going to get the, the Scream Factory, get the sort of, like, the ultimate version, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And you also got to give props to it, too, is the fact that uh, the Scream Factory went with an alternate cover art they didn't yeah. use that original one that's kind of boring that's yeah. based on the original release i thought that was real cool yeah it was a good idea <laughs> but, uh, so you got any releases yeah i got a few um these are all actually coming out uh tomorrow i think uh got um dr blood's coffin from shout factory that's from uh 1961 is that like an amicus film or something uh, I'm not sure who does it, actually. Sounds uh, like it would be from there. Like an amicus yeah. or hammer. Yeah, um, apparently it's, uh, people are mysteriously disappearing in a remote Cornish village where a scientist is experimenting with reviving the dead. So... Well, kind of like that Dr. Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could definitely, it could be interesting, you know? Yeah. I like uh, stuff like that where it's in like small villages or like a time period type thing. Yeah. Is it in today's time or is it a period piece? I th- I think it well it's 1961 when it was made so I think maybe oh, it's well. like a 60s set perhaps oh, okay. or or maybe earlier I don't know. Uh, the next release I got is uh, again coming out tomorrow. Uh, the Bloodthirsty Trilogy from Arrow. Oh, I want to see that so bad, man. I tell you I what, order I that for sure. Yeah, I got bootlegs of all three movies i got them from they are fantastic are they like actually creepy consider this it's as if it's if like um toho in japan made hammer films yeah i heard i heard that's what it's like yeah and and they work they really do i i enjoyed all three of them i'm definitely going to pick this up at some point uh, probably sooner than a later. Whole lot with the transfers, though, like probably Asian not. I movies mean, movies just don't look good usually yeah. on Blu-ray. Let's take a look here. I, I got some of the the reviews. I'm hyped for it, though. I like the case or the cover to it too. Just the color yeah. scheme they got going. Video quality, it's getting uh, three and a half out of five. So that's average. Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty decent. It looks like uh, they look pretty similar and uh i just uh, hope it's better than uh, four out of five audio and i hope it's better than like that black triad society set yeah well i i think they're from i think they're done from toho right uh yeah they're from toho so i mean toho are pretty good with um preserving their stuff yeah and they tend to use higher quality stock and everything because uh they they like are Japan's biggest like movie company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's that. That's definitely, you know, a must. Um the next few are just kinda like random stuff. There's like a Platoon of the Dead. 
it's some soldiers fighting a zombie platoon. Yeah, I'll you wait know. on that for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll wait for a price drop, definitely. Then there's Apartment 212. I really have no clue what this is about. Apparently, it's like something is trying to eat some girl when she's asleep. I don't know. Yeah, I'll wait <laughs> on that for now, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then we got uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Yeah, I'm not impressed by that release at all. No. <laughs> you know, um... Thank God Scream Factory... Oh, that's Arrow. Is, or is that uh, Shout Factory? Shout Factory, yeah. Yeah, thank God they're redeeming themselves with their most recent releases, because they were slacking. Yeah. Yeah, so the Steelbook of that's coming out. That's nothing really special. And, of course, probably the biggest release for, like, like non-horror thing, uh, Black Panther's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh. And um, you you hyped for that, or I loved that movie. Yeah, you go into the store to get it. I think I might. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I saw it in the theater and thoroughly loved every minute of it. Yeah. And what I what I dug about it though also is like, it's a movie that could have very easily fallen into the the trap of like, like oh this is like a black movie. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's just a really great movie. That. You know, it, it doesn't fall into that trap, which I can really appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you not know? a big Marvel person, man. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm personally more of a DC person. Yeah. But um, you know, their recent output's been pretty good, movie-wise. Um, you know, I have no complaints about the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. Though of no, course, no, it always has a huge fan base, so. Yeah. I know I'm in the uh, minority thinking that way, but... Well, I, what I always found was it used to be, back in the day, you know, um, Marvel movies used to be horrible, and oh, yeah. DC movies used to be really good. Now it's the other way around. Now it's kind of gone the other way. You know, and it was it was also like, you know, uh, Marvel would come out with, like, the really good video games, and DC video games were kind of crap. And that's kind of... What do you mean? The N64 version of Superman was one of the best oh, games of all time. Oh, that was magnificent, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The funny thing is, I think there are people that still play that. It would have to be as, like, a joke or something. I would hope so. You just fly I mean... through rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The wonders of video game technology. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's it for releases that I have. All right, man. Yeah, this it's uh this will be a shorter episode for sure. We went yeah. through news and stuff pretty quick, but um yeah, like I said, this was just a spur of the moment episode we did to uh yeah just to get some more content out there and stuff. Yeah. But um for like people that want to listen to just random stuff yeah. we talk about as far as horror goes, but um so let's get into the House of a Thousand Corpse. Yep. So what did you you just check it out tonight too? Yeah, just watched it again. I still love it. Yeah, dude, I'm shocked. It was my first time seeing it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm shocked at how good that looked, man. I know. I mean, uh, for a movie that was essentially shelved for, like, how many years did they shelve it? Like, four years or something? Yeah. You know? Who was the first release of that? I don't remember who... Was it Universal? Originally, it was going to be Universal. Because I always remember, I went and saw long ago um dracula 2000 oh, and wow. there, there was actually a trailer 
for House of a Thousand Corpses, and I've only ever seen it just this one time, and it's like these people and they're digging out uh, like a mass grave, and they're finding all these like rotted bodies and everything, and it was a really cool trailer, and it said you know, like a Rob Zombie film, like House of a Thousand Corpses, and I just thought, damn, that looks really good, and then it never came out. Well, did uh, you see Dracula two thousand in theaters? Yeah. Wow. I that I I just I just have to say this. This was one of my favorite movie going experiences. I went there with my mom. Yeah. And we're sat there in the movie theater and there are these people talking like while the mo- while the movie's starting. And there's this little old woman sat down at the front of the the theater. I kid you not, she must have been I don't know, 85. By and herself watching Dracula. By herself 2000. watching Dracula 2000 and she says at the top of her lungs Huh, this is why children shouldn't be allowed into R-rated movies. <laughs> and sufficient to say they shut up really quick, but it was hilarious. Wow. Oh, man. It was just this little old woman, like, just completely, like, decimating these, like, 20-year-olds. <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I hate that when people talk during movies like that. Yeah. I mean, you know... You know, we, we've paid to come see this, you know. Uh, you want to talk, go outside. Yeah, definitely. You hear yeah. about that guy um, a couple of years back at, like, some film festival? He called the police on people, like, uh, who had their, their phones out during the movie? No, I didn't hear about that. Oh, he called 911, and he was said, like, these people are bootlegging the movie. Wow. Oh, Did man. you hear about it... the dude that just opened fire on the dude in the theater for talking on his phone yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it's completely like over the top but then again you know as like a movie fan you understand it like yeah how many times you just been like damn it (laughs) did you ever see that ad um they did uh for like i think it was like a french company and it was for like uh for not talking during the movie and some guy he's sat there and there's this girl in front of him and she's like talking away on her phone or something he's getting more and more pissed and eventually he just like stabs her in the back of the head no i never saw that and and then unzips his pants and goes to work on the back of the head and stuff comes out of her mouth (laughs) and then essentially yeah it's a it's it's hilarious you see that ad and you're like yeah you know that's that's for it was just an ad for, like, not talking during the movie. Wow. You can probably find it on YouTube somewhere. I can't even remember what, what, like, what the ad was called or whatever, but it was hilarious. And I thought, you know, if you were to show that in theaters, uh, um, that would shut a lot of people up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the back of this yeah. House of Thousand Corpse, man. Yeah. I-, I love the way it just opens with uh, just the colors and everything about it. It just opens with a... Uh, Captain Spaulding talking to that old man, talking about, what was it, a G.I. Joe or something that gets lodged up his ass or something? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Planet of the Apes, oh, Dr. Planet Zayas. Of the Apes, uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it was like, we, we took him to the hospital and Dr. Zayas shoved halfway up his ass. <laughs> yeah, that was funny as hell. Oh, man. And I love the two robbers come in and... The, I know. The one old man's roasting him. Like, did they call you small dick, whatever? And he's, like, <laughs> freaking out or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a it's such a great opening for a movie, honestly. Like, if you just shot that opening just as a short film and released it, 
just as a short film, you know, I think it would have got like all sorts of like praise and everything. Yeah, I I really like that mask too that that one big dude comes in with. It's like that yeah. big white clown head. Yeah. 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 That, that, that mask is sweet, but everything about it, you know. And he then, just died recently, didn't he? Yeah, like a year or two ago. Man. <laughs> that that you know what I just realized like probably like half a year ago that that one guy with the long hair in the movie is Chris Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that all these years. Yeah, well... And I remember <laughs> someone was, like, talking about Chris Hardwick in House of a Thousand Corpse, and I'm like, really? Did he in that? And yeah. I watched it, and I'm like, oh, my God. It doesn't yeah. even really look like him, though, but... Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow. But that whole ride, you gotta admit, yeah. that would be a badass ride to go on. It even would. Even the outside, and... like, the decor of it, that Dr. Yeah. Satan thing. Oh, my God. I just love when he comes out and he's like, Dr. Satan! He's, like, yeah. he's just come out of a concert or whatever, and it's like, <laughs> he dug yeah. it. He really dug it. <laughs> yeah, one thing, too, I gotta say, I can't stand that Rain Wilson in anything I see him in, man. Yeah. I think he's annoying <laughs> as hell. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? I mean, some people just are. Yeah, I'm glad he gets killed soon in the movie, yeah. and I love his death, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I wish you could see more of, like, how it happened. It yeah. Just the aftermath of seeing him as the mermaid man or whatever they call him. Yeah. That, that, that is just, it's just like... It's sinister, yeah. man. Like, that's a... It's just yeah. sinister. And it's like, this is what Otis does in his spare time. Yeah. You know, he, he makes... Frickin'... <laughs> I don't even know what you call it. Yeah. And the, it's, it's crazy how much younger... Uh, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie looked in this, like going back and watching it. Yeah. A yeah. lot younger. And of yeah. course you see her ass again. Yep. yep. I think t- multiple times. Yep. <laughs> I, I think it's just a thing. I think uh, Rob Zombie knows his wife has a nice ass and uh, yeah. just shows it off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, yeah, it's so much every movie. But yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. No. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, um, I, th- I don't think the musical scores were as good in this as they were in Devil's Rejects at all. No, I Although mean... Although I do like the Brick House song in it. That works great. Yeah. What I noticed is this also, though, um, where the Devil's Reject has a lot of um, period music, you know? Yeah. Like stuff like from that time. Uh, this one... You know, it's got, like, you know, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, like, theme song from his album and everything, which is a great song. I dig it. But, you know, it's not exactly time-wise. It doesn't really fit, does it? Yeah. No, don't. But I love the way it transitions into that theme song, though. Yeah. With that huge intro, then Captain Spaulding is like, but most of all, fuck you. Yeah. And shoots him. <laughs> I think that's badass. Yeah, I just wonder, you know, one thing that's never covered, and I wish, I kind of wish it was, what did he do with those bodies? Yeah, huh. I would wonder, too. Are they chicken? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I never, I actually never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there is the, like, a big Texas Chainsaw connection, you know, like uh, a definite homage going on, so maybe, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think. Or it's, did he just bury him in the back or something? Or? <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, it, yeah, it's definitely weird. And uh, what always bothered me is just how dirty his shirts look. Oh yeah. And I love that shirt too, where it's like if I wanted to hear an asshole, I'd fart. Yeah. <laughs> it's a badass shirt. Well, but hell, you, there there were a lot of good shirts in that movie. Yeah, and like that pig one with the yeah. top hat. Yeah, the, yeah. The thing is that you could see like a lot of amateurish things in the movie, though. Like, just the way yeah. it transitioned, like when it that shirt is introduced with the "If I Wanted to Hear an Asshole" shirt, and then yeah. just him walking, like that just feels real amateurish. Well, it, it's very obviously his first film. Yeah. And you can tell watching it that it's his first film. You know, and you can definitely see when you watch like The Devil's Rejects how much uh, he'd grown as a filmmaker. Oh, definitely. You know, and then, uh, and then hell, he compared to something like Lords of Salem, you know, um, and you see how he's grown even more as a filmmaker. Yeah, I gotta see Lords of Salem again. I, I love that movie. I really do. We gotta do a commentary on it again soon. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, this this movie though, what I do like about it is there is some eeriness to it. Like when you first meet uh uh Sherry Moon's character and she's standing yeah. on the side of the road. Like yeah. the musical score they got with it is actually like really creepy. Yeah. And you could almost see like the tone Rob Zombie was going with. Yeah. And then you could see the switch to where it kinda got goofy, kinda like yeah. carnival like and all that. And I think he's famous for saying that the movie is not at all how he intended it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think probably, you know, I think he intended more like uh, what The Devil's Rejects ended up becoming. Yeah. That's you why know? I'm excited to see uh, Three from Hell, just to see, like, how all these years... Uh, yeah. How it, like, it, how it is now. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, uh, you know, either he'll continue... Like how the Devil's Rejects was, or maybe it'll go in a completely different direction. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, if anything, we know from Rob Zombie is the fact that he can switch up genres with the same story. Yeah. Essentially, you know. I mean, uh, not many people could take characters from something kind of as like goofy isn't the word I'm looking for. But House of a Thousand Corpses is kind of, I'll, I'll use the word goofy. Take something like that and then move them into like a, a serious thing like The Devil's Rejects. And, you know, it's the same characters and everything, but everything's just different, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And you can do those tonal, those tonal switches. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, it, it just sort of works for him, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, after seeing House of a Thousand Corpse, do you still like that movie better than uh, Devil's Rejects? I I do. It's it, it's a more. I'll, I'll. I said this in the commentary last night, and I'll say I'll say it again. You know, the Devil's Rejects is a better film. Yeah. All, all around, but you know, I have a better time watching House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Yeah, it's just it's just too. like. Yeah, it's more fun. Definitely. It's just, yeah, it's more of an entertaining movie to me. Uh, just because I like just the scenery. Just certain things about it. Like that whole scene with the scarecrows. Oh, that was down. great. Like, there's so much stuff. The thing about this movie is, though, 
Mm. There's like so much stuff where there was potential for it to be actually chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's yeah. nothing really like chilling about it just because it gets goofy. Yeah. Like, this did have the potential to be really freaky. Oh yeah. What I always dug about it though was like those those scenes where like something would be going on, then it would cut to like one of like the Firefly clan just like talking to a camera. Yeah, especially with uh, Sherry Moon. Yeah, like, the and way I mean, she's talking in the beginning is kind of creepy. It's she's like you right, just kill or whatever she's saying. Yeah, it's just right out of the, you know, um, like the Manson family. Yeah, definitely. You know, stuff definitely. Well, hell, there's that part at the beginning, where uh, they're seeing like the picture of like the Manson girls. Yeah. And he's like, like yeah, you you could date her. It's like, well, you you could, but she'd probably kill you. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the whole transitions where? It, will, like, go to the cot, the sheriffs or whatever, and it'll be, like, a different color. You know what I mean? I don't know the word for it, where the colors will be reversed. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, um, the, like, the in, inverted colors and everything. Yeah. Um, I kind of dug it, but honestly, I would have liked to have seen what it was originally like, just normal. Yeah, doesn't it feel like a Rob Zombie, like, music video when it does that? 100%, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing, too, I didn't... Was that Otis from Henry? Is he playing the same exact character? Yeah. From Devil's Rejects? Yeah, because, of course, you know, he's, like, a ghost or something in Devil's Rejects. Yeah, yeah. Or he's, yeah. Or he's in his, like, head or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, what do you think of that scene where Otis is uh, has the one cop down on his knees and it's, like... He's getting ready to oh, shoot him, but it's like oh, yeah, long, it, and it's like oh, I, I love out. that. And then the gunshots like it. a firework, kind of. Yeah, I love that just because it 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 you're sat there and you're like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? And like, and you know he's gonna do it because like we've already seen what Otis is capable of, you know. But like you're like, and then, and then it happens. And you're just kind of like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Like a sigh of relief, like, okay, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, I like one, too, when they uh, open that shed, at that scene there. And oh, yeah. And are there, and, like, the one has Boo written on her stomach and all that. And... Yeah. I mean, seriously, they, like, that kind of, like, shows, like, that's kind of, I almost want to say that's where it really sort of turns you know, like, you've seen before, like, how, like, twisted and everything they can be, but then you see that scene, and you're like, yeah, they're kind of more twisted than I thought. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, like, like he's, like, he's, like, keeping these girls, you know? <laughs> yeah. One thing I noticed, too, is how, like, horrid-looking Karen Black looked. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm assuming they did that on purpose. Yeah. I, I would assume. Um, yeah, you know, she was supposed to look like, you know, like a skeezy, like, yeah, what, know, like, you think like, of, what'd you think used... of Tiny in this one with that, uh, shirt that said cheap-ass Halloween costume? I saw that, and I was just like, yes. Like, that was just, like, almost like the greatest scene in the movie. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you show that scene, and he comes out, cheap-ass Halloween costume, and you're just like... Yes, <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah, I've always thought that would be just an awesome thing to get at Halloween. Cheap ass Halloween costume. Yeah, walk I out, know. walk out on it. Yeah, you know, 
just rocking that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we get to the whole uh, Doctor Satan aspect of it towards yeah. the end, one scene, and I always thought this since the first time I saw it, and I can't stand it, is mm-hmm. with that black dude like on the side of the road with the shotgun. Oh yeah. Just like spouting yeah. random stuff, like. Yeah. Well, according to the commentary, uh, which I listened to tonight, um, he was supposed to be someone who'd seen Doctor Satan. And it essentially, yeah, it essentially drove him insane. And he was just, like, on, like, the street, like, ranting and raving, but, like, nobody, like, listens to him because he's, like, the town crazy or whatever. See, the thing is, though, if they weren't going to go that full route, though, you know what I mean? They should have just cut that completely. Because without that context, it's just, it's it's annoying almost. Yeah, it's just, just some annoying random guy. Yeah, like, I like the cutaways of the Firefly clan, but... That dude yeah. says, I don't dig that. <laughs> now, let's get to the whole Dr. Satan layer aspect yeah. of it. I got to say, that scene where he, she's, like, in the mud or whatever, yeah. you know, there's, like, little zombie yeah. people that are, like, rising out of the, that. That's actually, like, really eerie looking. Like, I love the way they look with the eyes yeah. and everything. Yeah, definitely. They look just plain creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, I remember watching, I forgot how, like, sinister they look. And then yeah. what's up with that old man in the bunny suit? Um, from what the the from what Rob said on the commentary, essentially, I think they're just like. Was that a like, passive victim or something? Or sort of, yeah. And he was. They're they're just kind of like left there. Okay, like that's I what guess I got now from they just kind of like, hang out, a, you know. I got it was like a Rustin Parr to like Blair Witch type thing, you know? What yeah, I mean? like yeah. just a servant or whatever. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, you know? Yeah. But, dude, I love the way that whole lair looks, man. Like, especially when she goes up to the main door and there's oh, all yeah. the skulls and everything. Yeah. And I just love that they have, like, like two guys just to open the doors. Yeah. Like, that's their job. Like, we've put these guys in these little, like, like, like cut-off rooms. Like, now, if someone comes up, you open the door. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Did you notice too one thing before? Like this is has doesn't have anything to do with Doctor Satan, but uh, in the beginning, remember the girl's dad? Like when she calls the girl's dad, or like, yeah, in the beginning when she's like, "Oh, let me call my dad," and he's like, "Oh, they're trick or treating tonight." Did yeah. you notice on his arm? He's like dressed real nice and everything, and he looks like a normal kind of square dad. Mm-hmm. Did you notice he had like a huge tattoo on his arm? Like mm-hmm. it kind of took me out of it a little bit just because it's like. I no, I actually didn't this notice that. Yeah, he has like a giant tattoo on his arm. Well, all I could think is maybe like ex-military maybe or something. I don't know. I think it was a real one and they just yeah. went with it. But yeah, I was like, it just, it looked strange being just the way this the like, house looked and the way he was dressed and talking. It just yeah, this, con- this conservative looking yeah. middle American guy, you know, with like a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Where realistically, um, I'm sure it was like one of Rob Zombie's friends or. Someone music-wise that would have it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, back to Dr. Satan, though. What do you think yep. of the look of him? I love it. Yeah, I think he's badass-looking. I mean... It almost look like Otis played him? Yeah. Like, he yeah. has that look. I think it's the hair that makes yeah. it look like that. Well, it, yeah, he has a look of someone that you could see being definitely related to that family. Yeah. You know? Like, um, you could see Otis being, like, a descendant of Dr. Satan. Definitely. I love that whole arm contraption he has, too. 
So, so do I. I think that's cool. I mean, now, admitted, like, when you actually think about it, like, logically, like, he's kind of stuck there. Because those arm things, like, connect to the ceiling, the ceiling and everything. Yeah. You know, he's not really going to go anywhere. So, in theory, you could just kind of, you know, just stay out of his reach. Yeah. And you'd kind of be fine. Well, you um, have that dude, though, with the axe yeah. who's has, like, these arm things, too, but they're not connected for some reason to the ceiling. Yeah. But, you know... The thing, you know that, like, when he takes that breathing thing off and he has, like, no oh, mouth, the sound yeah. he's making. Like, oh, yeah, and all that, is, like, all the gunk that comes out. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that was nasty, man. And I love how the ending is uh, almost, like, it reminds me of a movie back in the day. I don't remember what mm. it would be, like, when she comes out of the ground or whatever, you know, and it's all sunny. Yeah. And it's almost like a Texas Chainsaw type ending. Especially, yeah. like, the third one, like, with, uh, yeah. even when Spalding comes up with the pink caddy. Yeah. And picks her up and Otis in the back. Yeah, I, I just find it funny, you know, she got into the car and didn't notice him in the back. Well, that, yeah. Being that it was, uh, you know, uh, a rag top. <laughs> yeah, and, and she was in the beginning, so she would have recognized Captain Spalding, but I guess she wouldn't have put two and two together that they were all yeah. the same cult type thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love the first House of Thousand Corpse. I don't get why it gets so much hate. I think the whole thing with it was when it originally was coming out, I, I remember at the time I had a, a website and I, I just had like a, almost like a blog, but back then we didn't have blogs, you know? And I, I, I did this article for it and it just said, you know, um, you know, like, is well house of a thousand corpses save horror you know and it was like that was this that was kind of the thought you know people that, were like, just overhyping it yeah like this is gonna be like the the rebirth of horror and everything and then it came out and you know it, it's it's good it's a fun movie i it's do not, remember it's this not movie the, being huge though Oh yeah, it it was it was it was pretty popular and everything, but it wasn't I think what everyone was hoping it was going to be. Yeah. I think people were hoping it was going to like revitalize the entire horror genre and we'd get like a new golden age of horror. Um and maybe it's just cuz of the how it got held back for so long. You know, um it it what it actually does, this is this is what I think it is. It suffered from the same thing that uh, Jason X suffered with. And that was by the time it was finally released, everyone had already seen it. Yeah. On, on bootleg. Because they were waiting to see it. They they weren't giving it to us. So we found, we found ways around, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the number one thing I got to say for any... I don't. I doubt any uh, big movie companies listen to our podcast, but if they happen to, if you have a movie that's got some hype behind it, release it. Yeah. Don't definitely. don't don't shelve it. Don't you know let it sit there because you know, yeah, it may turn out like Paranormal Activity did, you know, and be crazy popular but more than likely it's going to end up you know like all the boys love mandy lane and people will just not remember it yeah yeah it, you it, know it's like a touchy thing because it worked in the benefit of like trick-or-treat and 
Yeah. Stuff like that. You know, you know Green yeah. Inferno. I don't really know. I don't think it did yeah. too well because we never got a sequel that they no. were planning. Yeah. Um, one thing I always found interesting with uh, Green Inferno is, you know, I thought it looked great in the theaters. Yeah. Did you but, buy the Blu-ray or no? Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray, but honestly, when I watch it on Blu-ray, I'm just kind of meh. What, are you just not dig it or what? Uh, yeah, for some reason, it's like I saw it in the theater, and I, I did a review of it, and I think I gave it like a 9 out of 10 or something. And then when I watched it on Blu-ray, I was just kind of like, yeah, this is like a 7. Wow. It dropped, and I don't know why. I mean, maybe maybe it was just because of the, seeing the effects like on the big screen and everything, as opposed to seeing them. It may have just been the coolness of seeing. A cannibal flick. Yeah, in a theater honestly. like that, yeah. It could have been, been, yeah. It, it's a good, it's a good movie, though. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I haven't seen it since it first came out. I'm excited to see yeah. it again. I'm shocked I got the slipcover. Yeah, I yeah, opened it because that film's uh, been out for like three or four years by now. Yeah, I opened I mean, it up. I saw it. I'm like, wow. I know that that kind of says something. Yeah, that, I, I must have sold like shit, man. Well, I think they. I think they were expecting it to sell really, really well on Blu-ray. And they probably... Yeah. You know, I, I, from what I know, I think actually almost all copies came with a slip, if I remember right. I, I'm, I'm trying to... That's this long, and it still came with one. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to see my copy, if mine came with a slip. Uh, oh, no, I don't think mine did. Did I think you get yours just, recently when it came out? I, I got it about, I don't know, a couple of weeks after it came out on Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah. You know, um... Yeah, I what I always find funny, though, was uh, when I... When I actually watched the... The Grindhouse-releasing version of Cannibal Ferox. How similar the stories were of Green Inferno and Cannibal Ferox. Really? They're essentially identical when you actually look at them. Yeah. You know, like, where you got, like, with... You know, essentially, this is... Everything that's happening is happening to people who don't deserve it. Yeah. Whereas, like... Whereas in Cannibal Holocaust, you know, everything that's happening, they totally deserve what they're getting. Oh, yeah. See, I'm I'm excited to watch them all again, like... Probably next week or the week after. I'm just going to yeah. do a whole week of cannibal movies. Oh, yeah. Because I'm doing it by, like, date. Like, I'm probably going to do, like, Cannibal Holocaust, Ferox, and Eaten Alive, and then the two yeah. Intervision ones, and then end it with Green Inferno. Since yeah. Since it's the most recent. Yeah. You thought about picking those Intervision ones up just because you know those were made in, like, 2002 and 2003. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about it. I mean, um... I mean, you know, they, they may be complete, but they may be awful, I don't know. But yeah. I, I think that's cool, though, the fact that they were made in the early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing you always think, when you think of cannibal movies, you always think, you know, 70s. I know, it's bizarre thinking of the 2000s. Yeah, you have you, know, have you I, seen, it, like, any stills or anything about them? They do look really cheap, but I think that's yeah. going to be, like, kind of the charm of it. It could be. I know there's one cannibal movie i forget which one it is but apparently all the cannibals like when you see them they're actually like all like mexicans or something 
and they 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 don't even look like I think you get I think you get one and like he's like blatantly like a white guy. Wow. Like he like he's not even remotely like tribal looking, and I think he has like like sh- like uh, shaped uh, sideburns. <laughs> I can't wow. remember what I can't remember what movie that is actually. It might be Emmanuel and the Lost Cannibals or whatever. That's actually one I want to get. One of the next yeah. ones I get if I don't get burnout from them. I yeah. want to get that Emmanuel one. The main one I want to get, but it's out of print, is that Jungle Holocaust. Yeah. Or I think the yeah. other world named for it is like The Last Cannibal World or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always wanted to pick up a uh, Man from Green River, you which was essentially... River? Or whatever, Green River, Deep River, Man from Something River. Um, you know, it was essentially the first. Yeah, uh, isn't that more of like an adventure film than it is a cannibal horror film? Yeah, but yeah, Man from Deep River, that was it. Yeah. Oh, wow, they got a Blu-ray. Really? From 88 Films. Is it, Holy does it tell crap! you if it's region free? Uh, it says uh, I mean, untested. I here in a little bit. Yeah. It says Region B on the back. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, usually uh, Diabolic will tell you. Yeah. Like if you type it in on Diabolic, it'll usually tell you if it's region free, because most of them will say Region B, but they'll be all region. Yeah, I mean uh, that's 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 one of those things that I think is always kind of a good idea. Yeah. You the, know. There's another Cannibal film coming out from Shameless and uh, Severin. I think it's that Mountain of the Cannibal God. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to see that, too. Yeah. It's the sort of thing with, you know, cannibal flicks. They're, they're, they're good ones, and uh, there are probably some bad ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely real worried I'm going to get real burnout on them. Yeah. Deep River. Come on, load up. Does the cover 88 films use? Is it badass or no? Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Oh, hold on. Oh, wow. There's actually a Blu-ray from Raro as well. Raro Video. Raro Video? Wow. Yeah. Um, Of Man of Deep River? Yeah, but it's just called Sacrifice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen the cover's him on the cross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that release. I did, yeah, yeah, I just clicked that. That's the alternate title. Yeah. Is that region free or what? I don't know um, where Raro video is from. I think it's Italian. Uh, I don't know. Let's take a look. I know uh, the cover is like real black and white and kind of bland looking. Yeah. Um, I I think it must be all region because, um, you know, it's it doesn't say. Yeah, anything. Raro Video released uh, the, the Lady in Black movies I want to get on Blu-ray. Yeah. Like the original late Woman in Black. Yeah, that's cool. You seen those like perfume a Woman in Black? Uh I th- I think I did. Yeah. They're creepy, long time man. ago. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a. They seem to be an interesting company, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I don't think they've released that much, but. Oh my God, I I it I. I I just came across the listing for Emmanuel and the Deadly Black Cobra. And I kid you not, it has Jack Palance in it. Wow. Have you seen any of the Emmanuel movies? 
Uh, yeah. Aren't they basically softcore porn? For the most part, yeah. I heard that that Emmanuel and the Last Cannibal. Yeah. I heard that like the first half is like kind of like softcore, or whatever. But I heard it actually gets into like a really good cannibal movie. Yeah, I, I've heard that as well. Like the, the, it's it's almost like, almost like a two part movie almost. Yeah, like there's yeah. actually a video I saw on YouTube Eli Roth when uh, yeah. the Green Inferno first came out. Like it was like a Fandango. YouTube yeah. video where Eli Roth is talking about his top five cannibal movies, and yeah. Emmanuel and the Last Cannibal was actually one of them. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, like he mentioned that, but he didn't mention Eaten Alive, which kind of worries me because it's like, I mean, how bad is Eaten Alive to where you'd mention Emmanuel over <laughs> Eaten Alive? Well, from what I know about Eaten Alive, um, it has a. Uh... It's like a Jim Jones type thing. I yeah. Mean, like a cult movie. Yeah. I got I brought up here Emmanuel and the Last Cannibals. There's actually two editions of it, which is kinda neat. I love the cover Severin's putting out. Uh the red one? Um I don't know. It's I thought it was like more yellowish looking. Um it's got like her on the cover and it's like block letters. Yeah, there, there's a red one, kind of like that. Uh, that's red. I mean, yeah. yeah, it looks looks interesting. Then of course you got a uh, Cannibal Apocalypse, which isn't very good. Well, it's not a cannibal movie, honestly. Do you own a lot of them on DVD or not really? Um, mainly just um. I, I've I've seen like Cannibal Apocalypse. I forget where, but I have seen it. But like I have a Cannibal Holocaust on DVD, and that was pretty much it, honestly. Uh, I um I didn't buy like Ferox or anything until I got the Blu-ray. Really? Yeah, you know um I'd seen it, and it was it was okay, but you know at the time I wasn't super enthusiastic about it. It wasn't anything special. Um, I've since changed my mind. Watching it on uh, on the Grindhouse Blu-ray is it's I actually I actually kind of prefer it to Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, I wish Grindhouse releasing would release more stuff. Yeah. Are they done? I feel I, I heard they're done though. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll take a look. I, um, I have heard that. Like I, I still need to pick up some of the releases though. Like Gone with the Pope. And the, the Mafia Massacres, or Massacre Mafia style. Ah. <laughs> you heard of those? Um, no, but they sound interesting to say oh, the least. Dude, they look sweet, dude. Like, I know nothing about them. Just, they were like special edition Grindhouse releases, and they're from the same dude. Yeah. Like, they have uh, like some bizarro releases. Like, there's one called like American Hippie in Israel or something. <laughs> Okay, Grindhouse releasing. I'm on their site. Uh, well, it their site hasn't been updated since uh, November 2016. That's a bad sign. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did hear they're done, though. Like, I don't think they're releasing anything more. I don't know. Um, like, I think that, that Amazon was, like, a big blow to them. The fact that Amazon refused to sell Cannibal Ferox. Yeah, which is kind of stupid, because they... 
you know. They keep Cannibal Holocaust, which has the worst cover. Yeah. Like, not worse, but more inappropriate cover. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't What's know. The, I don't understand that at all. It literally makes zero sense. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I mean, let, let's be honest. Um, do you think that Amazon really care what they sell if they're getting money? I mean, hell, they used to sell... Uh, uh, like an ebook that was like a guide for like pedophiles on like how to how to get kids. Oh, wow. And I'm like, really? I mean, I know they I know they ended up, you know, taking it down. I'm you know, I'm damn glad they did because that's not something you want to be selling. But yeah. still, you know, I mean, that's like something you get on the dark web. I'm sh- exactly. I'm shocked it Amazon was... would sell that. Yeah. And of course, Grindhouse releasing also have uh, the Beyond. Yeah, that's which a classic. Is, yeah, I, I still need to get it. that release. It's 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 great. You got that Blu-ray yeah. of it? Yeah, I I I, I love it. Yeah, I, I just I love the fact that it came with like the soundtrack also. Yeah, that'll be one of my next pickups for sure. Yeah, I have and no that, interest in that. I drink your blood. I I just for some reason I don't care about that. I know, me, me neither. I, but mean, I do want to get that cat in the brain. Yeah. Just because I heard, I've never seen it. I heard it's super gory. Yeah. I, I've heard it's kind of crappy, but, you know, maybe just because I, maybe it's just because of the budget of it and everything. Yeah, what do you think of, are you seeing that Gone with the Pope in a Massacre Mafia style? Yeah, Gone with the Pope. They look badass, don't they? I guess yeah, it was they, some, like, yeah, nightclub promoter back in the 80s or 70s, like, just decided to get into horror <laughs> and made those two movies, and that's it. That's kind of cool. But they look sweet, man. Yeah. I feel like there was one other one that Grindhouse put out, like, called Corruption or something. That... Yeah, yeah, there's Corruption. Uh, let me take a look, see what that is. Oh, that has uh, Peter Cushing in it, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good cover. Yeah, it, 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 nice it. sleazy cover. I actually kind of really like that. <laughs> and I think um, that's pretty much it as far as Grindhouse goes. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen titles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and of course they got pieces as well, which is uh. Yeah, yeah, that's a great title I, now for some reason. Yeah, well, honestly, when it when it came out that year that it came out, uh, when when did it come out on Blu-ray? I can't remember, but that year I actually it was in my uh, I think it was actually my top pick for the year as the best wow. release. Did you get you know? the puzzle with it or no? No, I didn't get the puzzle. Just got the standard like uh, came with the soundtrack and everything. Yeah. And uh, I, I just love any movie. They can have a line where a, a, a woman's been cut up with a chainsaw. There's pieces of her all over the place. They find a chainsaw, and the inspector picks up and says, "Do you think this could be the murder weapon?" Yeah. It's like no shit, Sherlock. It's it's like a blood-covered chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, I love that uh, scene with that waterbed massacre. Oh yeah. You know, uh, there's another line I really want to collect. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that slasher video? Slasher video that, that that's they put very out a, like a shock them dead, killer workout, deadly prey. Yeah, yeah. Some, some called Satan's Blade. Yeah. And there's like another one that looks really badass called Cinco de Mayo. 
I haven't heard of that particular one, but yeah. I'm, I I'm bringing that line though. They're really cheap, man. They're yeah. Like 12 bucks. <laughs> There's they one though that looks have, awful uh, called man eaters. Yeah. yeah. They, they have one awful. called, they have one called death nurse one and two. You talking about slasher video? Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard it. Yeah. Those don't look good to me. Cemetery <laughs> sisters. That looks actually kind of interesting. But Trash doesn't it look like a cool line though? Just like mm -hmm. as far as cheap old VHS type it stuff. It does. And oh man, I remember Satan's Blade. I heard I, it was I, awful, man. Yeah, but I remember that cover. I remember going into video stores and seeing that cover. Yeah. I heard oh. Deadly Prey is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you see how cheesy that Maneaters cover looks? Yeah. That it looks is... like a chicks with guns type movie, like Yeah, and yeah. It <laughs> looks bad, man. Yeah, definitely. And then I think they have one called Boarding House that looks pretty cool. Yeah, Boarding House. I, I remember that cover as well, but I, I seem to remember it being having a different name. What, Runaway Nightmare or something? I don't know. I, I Yeah. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have clicked on that. <laughs> what was it? That that was just that was it just like started like an ad or something. <laughs> And it just that kind of came what, to my so, head. What site are you on looking at them? Um, SlasherVideo.com. Uh, what? So are you? What prices are they saying? Uh, they're actually. I, I can't actually see anything. It's just. It just shows like the 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 covers. Yeah, I know on like American <laughs> Amazon, they're all like eleven, twelve bucks. Yeah, uh, it says to order them from Olive Films. So. Oh yeah, that's who distributes them. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like all the films. Yeah. But yeah, one of these days I'm thinking it's just like get like 200 bucks and just order the whole line at once, you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, hell. Fun. Buying boarding house from Olive Films directly is 18.99, so Yeah, you're better just getting them off Amazon. Yeah, definitely. That's usually the case with every company though. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. On the thing here, it says, Disclaimer, Boarding House, originally shot on video, is presented using the best elements available provided by Slasher Video. <laughs> Basically telling you it's going to look like shit. Yeah, pretty much. That's what, that's what that usually means when they say, hey, yeah. this is the best we could get. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, like old shot on video stuff, you can understand, you know, being... Uh, you know, not exactly easy to get the... Hey, I love shot-on-video yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. Like I've said in a lot of my videos, one of my favorite labels of all time is Intervision. Yeah. And they're like 70% shot-on-video, just crap. Oh, yeah. I mean, shot-on-video can be really fun. Definitely. You know? I mean, especially like, as long as you go in expecting it, you know? What I don't like is if you go in, you know, like you see a cover or whatever, and you expect something, like, pretty good, like quality-wise, and then you just get, like, a shot on video thing that's just kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you heard I of mean, that movie, uh, The Burning Moon? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, awesome movie. I, I've always wanted to see that one. Never oh, got around never to it. never seen it? Oh, my God, I, man. That's well, badass. I don't think I've seen it. I'll say that. I, it's like I might an have anthology seen... film, but it's like real dark and like just depraved. Like That's it's a cool. shot on video film, but it's it's like 
the the role wraparound is like a junkie telling yeah. you these stories. It's just like a real like scummy scummy movie, but it's really dark and cool. That's pretty cool. I may have to like try to pick that up sometime. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you're gonna get one intervision title, make it the yeah. Burning Moon. Yeah, and I, I just kind of really like that title. What Burning Moon? Yeah, that's just have got you seen kind the of cover for it. Yeah, it's just like a montage of just grotesqueness. Yeah, <laughs> I love that title. But yeah, dude, they've released so many gems, man. Like the Secret Life of Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, bad movie. I, I remember seeing your review of that. Yeah, and then like Murder Lust was badass. Yeah, it's just that's my favorite thing is a straight to video '90s stuff, and yeah. that's what Intervision is. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know I think uh, eventually I'm gonna start picking some stuff up by it, but I wanna I wanna you know I I don't wanna just like jump in and like get like everything. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing, but I've loved yeah. every single one. I'm pretty close to every release. That's cool. Like those cannibal ones where the those almost complete. I just need to get two zombie ones. Like there's yeah. two zombie ones by Bruno Matai Intervision put out called mm-hmm. uh, like Zombies the Beginning and one's Island of the Living Dead or something like that. Yeah. There's those two, and then there's a movie they put out called Suffer Little Children. Ah, that's so, a great title. I know, I love it. I just need those three, and I have every single one. That's cool. And I what's mean, cool uh, is they all have white cases and everything, so they yeah. look beautiful, like in line. Yeah, I like it when you when you know you can get like matching stuff and everything, you know. Yeah, and what's cool is like above it, all the spines match, and all the tops have like little mini poster arts on the side. On the top, like all of them will say like horror, and then like. There's two I got, like Gestapo's Last Orgy and Depraved Woman of the Special Section, something. Yeah. But but they'll say, like, erotic slash war. Yeah. And it's just really cool like that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, If you're going to make your first Intervision title be Burning Moon. Yeah, I kind of really like that cover also. Yeah. It's a fun (laughs) movie, man. Yeah. Dark Harvest and Escapes. Oh, Dark That's a, dude, that's another amazing movie, man. Yeah. And what's cool about that is you get two for one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. that's a really fun Vincent Price movie. Yeah. And then another one, The Dream Stalker. It's like a Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff, and it comes with a second film. That's cool. Yeah, there's, there's some interesting looking, uh, titles. And then they got, like, uh, a lot of, uh, other... Like Sledgehammer's a classic. You've seen that, right? I I think I'm pretty sure I've seen that because I, I I know that cover. Yeah, that's a shot on video classic. Yeah. Yeah. Things things is the only one that I didn't like, but yeah. I love the cover art. <laughs> it, that's just kind of <laughs> yeah, just like this random guy with like a is with it, like is acid wash jeans and everything. Yeah. Dude, that's I think that's the best cover art of all of them. Just even like, even better than the jail. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that's just that's one with the snake, right? And it's like the yeah, that, that's tied that's kind of yeah. horrible. Well, I, I take it back. I don't have every release. If we're talking about like, there's one called like the ABCs of Sex or whatever that looks awful. Yeah, I and mean, like, there's some erotic ones that I just I have no interest in. 
Yeah, they they just they just look like generic, you know, like softcore stuff. Yeah. See, I talk, I like I'm collecting just all the ones that are genre, like yeah, horror, and then like you know like the Nazi exploitation ones and stuff. Yeah. I do have, have you, the jam. Yeah. Yeah. Did you pick up uh, the trailer classics volume one? Nah. I, I always I always kind of like those, you know, like trailer, you know, collections. I wonder how long this is, because you can you can find them where they're crazy, like uh, well, those like six ones hour, yeah. The umbrella put out or whatever. Yeah, you know, like they're they're literally like you know you could put it on in the background, and just leave it on all day. Yeah, um, I want to get like the old ones from the eighties, like Doctor or whatever. Previews yeah. from Hell or whatever, Mad Runs, whatever. Yeah. So it kind of has yeah. like a like something going on between all the trailers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of need like a sort of a wraparound, don't you? Yeah. You know, it it just helps. <laughs> Definitely. You know what's yep. like? There's so much stuff I need to get collection-wise. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm just on uh, Grindhouse's site right now, and uh, apparently uh, the Blu-ray of Battle Royale is only seven ninety-nine. Oh yeah, they have that on sale, yeah. That's quite a that's quite a good price. Yeah, see, I, I still need to get it on Blu-ray, but I want to get the yeah. pack that has part two. Yeah. Part two. What do you I think of like part, part two? two? I, know. I don't like it, but I want it. I always reckon with part two, this, well, at least this is how it always appeared to me that had um kinji fukasaku like lived he would have made a much better movie yeah because of course his son took over when he died and yeah. it, I, I just don't think kenta fukasaku is as good a director as kinji was yeah no i agree completely you know and, and it's like you know I don't quite get it. You know, you like you survive the first battle royale and then you become a terrorist. Yeah, I can see. I gotta watch it again. It's been so long. Yeah, it's, see, it's those are the kind of movies I watched when I was first getting into horror. Yeah, and I ain't seen them since. Yeah, I, I have the the Arrow uh, Blu-ray of uh, Battle Royale from uh, Britain, oh, okay. and uh, it's like the the big like brick, <laughs> like essentially it comes again with like four discs and stuff um yeah did you see it's actually kind of like a (laughs) a favorite of mine yeah did you see that grindhouse has uh the blu-ray copy of the girl next door yeah for for 7.99 yeah i'm gonna have to order that man yeah it's uh you know there's no special features on the blu-ray but um i just want a copy of it you know that movie used to be on netflix years ago yeah, when I first got Netflix, and I remember seeing it, and I yeah. didn't think it was as shocking as everyone made it out to be. Yeah, it's, I think it's it was just because I was expecting something hardcore, and it's yeah. almost like a disturbing Lifetime movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 do, I know what you mean. I do yeah. want a Blu-ray copy of it just because I do want to get all of Jack Ketchum's movies. Yeah, I, I mean, I just wish they'd finally, you know, get around to making um, Off Season. Yeah. I you like know, the Lost. And, yeah. Uh, the Woman, I think, is based off Jack Ketchum. Yeah, it's funny, you know. I've I've never actually watched The Woman. Oh, it's a good movie, man. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I, pretty I, disturbing. It's more disturbing than the girl next yeah. door. Yeah, because I yeah, it's actually um, a sequel to Offspring. What? Uh, the, the woman. woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's actually it. yeah, it's a sequel to that, and um, it was, yeah, him and the director. I can't remember the director's name. They kind of. Yeah, yeah. They like wrote the story together. Yeah. You know, I know Lucky and, McKee was like a close friend of his and was directing yeah. all of his movies. Yeah, and we just lost uh we just lost Jack Ketchum a bit back too, didn't we? Yep, this year. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn you, life. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Grindhouse have uh two two different copies of Rock and Roll High School on DVD. Both for five ninety nine. Yeah. I think stuff like that he's going to be holding on to for a while. Yeah. If it had been the Blu-ray, I'd have picked it up. But you Yeah, know. he should have been a little more smart when ordering these things. Because he said he got, like, tons of copies of all this stuff. Yeah. Like, stuff like Leprechaun and the yeah. Fast Run stuff and Girl Next Door and all that stuff will sell pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, hell, he's got uh, your Next for seven ninety nine. Yeah, but that movie's been in, like, Walmart discount yeah. for years now yeah and the saw collection for 13 that's a good deal yeah well, 6.99 for spring that's yeah, pretty spring good was okay i've never actually seen it i have the blu-ray I just never got around to watching it, it was it's okay. essential it's essentially like species isn't it like a not as like entertaining a, though yeah kind of like a, a lesser version of species yeah it's like a more dramatic kind yeah. of love story version yeah yeah, and then there's Blood Diner. That's one of my favorite restaurant releases. I was shocked you picked up Chopping Mall over Blood Diner. Yeah, I've I've never actually seen Blood Diner. Um, oh, I love that movie, man. It's just I'll, fun, dude. I'm wondering if maybe I should uh, contact him and tell him to cancel that one that I have ordered and swap in uh, Blood Diner. <laughs> yeah, you should, man. Blood Diner is... I love that movie. Yeah. It's super fun, like... The actor, the main actor, he's in another horror movie that's, like, bizarre. But yeah. Dude, yeah, that's a fun movie, man. That's I, I might do that, actually, because, you know, it's taken a hell of a long time for... How much was the Reptilicus release? 19. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, 14, so, you know? Yeah, you should have asked yeah. him to swap it. Yeah, essentially, it, from what I know, is Blood Diner essentially, like, um... It's blood blood feast. feast, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, that is what it is, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool, I mean. But it's fun, man. It's, like, more modern. Like, there's the whole thing with, like, the beginning with the uncle going crazy and slaughters the family, and he just looks crazy. It's, it's, and then there's the whole Pharaoh thing at the end. It's it's a really bizarre movie. Like, it's not meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. But it's super fun. I mean, the it's, the... Things loaded with features. I mean, it's the first time the directors talked about the movie ever. Yeah. And so she does like a commentary and all this stuff, and yeah, she's like a maybe weird woman. It's like an Asian woman. Yeah, maybe I'll send them uh, another email. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. They have Lost After Dark for six ninety nine. Yeah. Right after I, love I that bought movie. the right after I bought the DVD for ten. Oh man. I literally you... bought the DVD at FYE probably three weeks ago for 10 bucks. 
Oh wow, they got Waxworks one and two, twenty three. Yeah, it's dude. a bit expensive, but that's a good I love release. The, I, man. I love the first Waxworks movie. Not so much the second one, but the first one I really like. What sucks too is I, I don't like the second one that much either. But they yeah. riff on better horror movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They like riff on aliens and all these like stuff that should be really badass, but it yeah. just is lame. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> but that director, I don't remember his name. He did all the Warlock movies, and he did Hellraiser 3. Yeah. Tony Randall, maybe his name is, I don't know. But he's he's yeah, really entertaining. I actually listened to the commentaries on those Waxwork releases. That's cool. <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm just looking at their import section. I never realized they had a region-free version of the Dead Zone. Oh, yeah, they got shivers, too. That's cool. There's actually... That's where I ordered most of my 88 films releases. Like, I got yeah. Blood Harvest from Diabolic because they don't carry it on Grindhouse for some reason, but The Boogeyman? Yeah. From there, got a Blood-Sucking Pharaohs in Pittsburgh and some other stuff. And uh, Enigma, I got from there. How 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 is Enigma? I, I, I haven't, I haven't popped it in looks yet. awesome. I haven't popped it in yet. It's still in my to-watch pile. You know, most of that stuff I got from Grindhouse, my yeah. birthday haul, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I haven't popped a lot of it in yet. Like, I'm still getting yeah. through stuff. My to-watch pile is just huge. Well, I mean, that that's what happens. I mean, uh, if I look at my collection, I mean, the amount of stuff I have pulled forward that I still have to watch. Yeah. You know? See, like, the thing with me, though, is, like, you're probably able to go jump around and... If you get something, watch it right away. Where me, yeah, I gotta watch it in the order I get it, which is a pain yeah. in the ass sometimes. But that's just the way my OCD is. Like yeah. I can't move on to a certain haul I got until I finish stuff. Yeah, that I, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it sucks because it does take forever. And yeah, but I'm almost to the point where I'm at the hall where my birthday movies I'm gonna watch. That's cool. Because there's Man, so much I, stuff like the Suspiria release, Opera. I still yeah. gotta watch Opera. I'm stoked. Like the Church. I'm yeah. hyped to check out the Church and the Sect and JD's yeah. Revenge. Like all these movies, I got 10:31. Yeah. I'm just hyped to see, but it sucks because I gotta watch like other stuff first. Like. Yeah. It, it is I, what it is, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm looking right right now at this Ghosts of Mars Blu-ray. Oh, I want to get that so bad, man. It's $32. so expensive. Man. Yeah, and I mean, well, I guess that's all of the. Uh, I gotta tell you though, that Decatur Ten Rillington Place. Yeah. I got that, dude. It's a beautiful. Like I haven't watched it. I haven't seen the transfer, but packaging yeah. alone, it's beautiful, man. That's reversible cool. art. The booklet's real thick. It's like it's I, I a love thick stuff case. like that. It's like a heavy release, man. Like, yeah. When you pick it up, it's heavy. You see, that's how you you, that's how you deal with like bootleggers and everything. Yeah. You you make a superior release. Yeah. That that you know, it's like why would you want to download it when you can have this awesome, you know? Yeah, definitely. That what's bizarre? I'm shocked I got that ten Rillington place because. It was a complete buy and buy, and it's thirty oh, yeah. bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's got Richard Attenborough, and it's a true story of a serial killer, so I should like it. Yeah. But dude, that thing's like loaded with features, man. Yeah. So I oh, bet you that Ghost of Mars is probably loaded. 
Uh, yeah, from what I know, it, it is. And it's actually um, has one part of a two-part um, like interview or whatever with uh, John Carpenter that um, is on that and the indicator version of Vampires. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I want to get that too and that happy birthday to me. Yeah. Did you happy see birthday that... to me is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that 88 Films has a version of a massacre at Dinosaur Valley? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's on their import page. And then there's one I've heard of, but it looks kind of interesting called like The Seventh Seal with Jenny oh, Moore. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, know the, I know the one. I kind of want to get it just because it's 90s and just kind of like I like the simplicity of the cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there. Massacre in Dinosaur Valley. <laughs> that That's a really weird title for a movie. You know it's a cannibal movie, too. That's cool. Oh, man, they have the Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, the seventh sign with uh, Is Demi it the Moore. sign? Yeah. I wanna... Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember seeing the cover and everything, but uh, I can never remember what it was about. I'm sure it's not good, man. Um, I think it's the word import that makes it more appealing to me for some reason. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of like... Um, here, I'm just going to bring it up. Oh, it's it's like a like end of days type movie. Yeah. Demi Moore's yeah. so hot, though. So yeah. So it makes it worth it. Did, um, <laughs> did you see... Like, I want to get those Cube Blu-rays. You see the prices of those things? Yeah. They want like 30 bucks for the Cube 3. I I know. And and hell, it's only, you know, like parts 1 and 3. I know, it's not even a... Like, they used to have on that uh, import section, I don't think it's there anymore, an Urban Legend trilogy. Oh, they. I don't know. They. I don't think it's on the page anymore. They used to have it, though. I, I, yeah. I wish they still did. I would have got that for sure. Yeah, I, I loved... The first urban legend. Oh, I like the second one too. I even have a soft spot for Bloody Mary. Yeah, the third one I find goes a bit too. Holy crap! They have Zombievers. Oh yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, um, it's fun. Did you they, see uh, the, the Mother's Day by Eighty Eight Films? Ah, uh, like Oh yeah, yeah. Mother's Day. Yeah. See, Eighty Eight yeah. Films. I, don't you love those red cases, man? Yeah, they're cool. And I, I tell you what, the the Night of the Living Dead, the 1990 Night of the Living Dead, that they have up there, um, what, that's a great, house? yeah, on the import section, that is a great release. Wow. The Tom Savini uh, directed one. Yeah, I know that. Isn't Tony Todd in it too? Yeah. Really, really good movie, and really, it's a really good release as well. That was actually one of the. I think it actually was the first Umbrella release I ever bought. Really? Since you're in yeah. the import section, what are those... I know it's expensive, those Death Wish releases. Yeah. For. Do they just oh. got two, three, and then four and five? Um, I'll get to move my cat off because he decided to sit on the keyboard. He does that a lot. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Death Wish, Death Wish. Um, it just looks to be two and three. Is it like thirty bucks they want for that? Though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 kind of steep for. I mean, uh, one thing I know when I when I got the 
the Umbrella version of Night of the Living Dead. I actually ordered it from Umbrella's site. And it was actually pretty reasonable. So, you know. Did it come quick? It was, it was pretty quick. I think it got here within, you know, two weeks or so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to do the conversion, obviously, to, like, Australian dollars, however much. Yeah. But I, I think it usually ends up being, you know, quite quite reasonable. And they have some pretty good sales as well, usually. Yeah, there's some stuff I want to pick up from them. Like, yeah, I want to they... pick up that Road Games release. Yeah. I know, I want to pick up that, uh, there's, like, that drive-in trailer delirium thing yeah Chuck norris on the cover yeah <laughs> and then there's like a something else uh i know they're re- they're releasing the reanimator movies but the covers i think look awful they do they don't look very nice at all but apparently the first uh one has like that like integral cut or whatever it is so it has like everything that the arrow one has oh, okay so that's kind of cool, you know. But yeah, those those covers aren't particularly good. Yeah. Although, did you see their cover for Idle Hands? Y- yeah, it's I a, love that it's cover. Like the, yeah. It's like a Not, hand with a satanic symbol holding a bong. Yeah. <laughs> so I I've always had a soft spot for that movie. Oh yeah, it's just '90s cheesy goodness. Yeah, and I mean. David know, Sawa just... or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah. Really short-lived actor. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you wonder where some of them go. They just disappear. I know. They're probably like... Jason Biggs, remember him? Oh, yeah. Dude, these they're... actors that were huge, and they just fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, I think they're probably doing, like, Broadway or something. Yeah. That's what they always do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Hey, so let's cut the... Uh podcast here it was good yeah. to uh get something out there for the people and all that so if yeah we wanted to hear something other than commentaries we got them covered yeah <laughs> but uh anyways guys Corey's crypt this is bdg reviews peace peace